Today in automotive history, August the 19th. In 1899, Henry Ford resigned from the Edison Illuminating Company and with others organized the Detroit Automobile Company and taking one-sixth of its shares became chief engineer. The company was forced into bankruptcy the following year. So he leaves Edison, starts up a Detroit automobile company, and it fails a year later. Interesting. Take note. Things don't always work out the first time. In 1909, the first race at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway took place. Celebration, however, quickly turned into a disaster due to the surface of crushed stone and tar. There were terrible injuries to the race car drivers and spectators. All right, and some non-automotive news, which I'll sprinkle in here every once in a while when I don't have enough automotive news. In 1921, Gene Roddenberry, executive producer, was born in El Paso, Texas. I thought he was the creator. Let's say he's the creator, sure. In 1927, the Ford Model T production ended in England. An assembly plant in an old tram factory in Tratford Park, Manchester, was opened in 1911, employing 60 people to make the Model T, and the company was re-registered as Henry Ford & Son LTD. This was the first Ford factory outside of North America. Actually, that's pretty interesting. In 1934, the first All-American Soapbox Derby was held in Dayton, Ohio. Holla! The national winner was Robert Turner of Muncie, Illinois, who made his car from the wood of a saloon bar. In 1935, the race was moved from Dayton to Akron because of its central location in hilly terrain. In 1946, Bill Clinton was born, our 42nd U.S. president. In 1950, Chris Turner qualified his Oldsmobile at 82 miles per hour to win the pole for the inaugural Southern 500 at Darlington Raceway. In 1952, Jonathan Frakes, actor Commander William T. Riker from Star Trek Next Generation, was born. That's kind of interesting. He was born on the same day as the creator of Star Trek. I wonder if they ever talked about that. In 1958, production of the Packard, the classic American luxury car with the famous slogan, Ask the Man Who Owns One, came to a halt. Studebaker Packard attributed the decision to lagging luxury car sales, but many Packard fans were disgruntled by the decision which came shortly after Packard's acquisition of Studebaker. Many wondered why Packard, with his reputation for high-quality cars and knowledgeable management, would buy the debt-ridden Studebaker company. In 1959, the first conviction for speeding based on a radar trap in the United Kingdom was recorded. In 1973, the film Diamonds on Wheels was released. Never heard of it. In 1986, Warren Johnson became the first NHRA pro-stock drag racer to hit 190 miles per hour at the end of the quarter mile. Now they're, what, 300, 310, something crazy? In 2000, a 1964 Shelby Cobra Daytona Coupe was sold for $4.4 million, while a 1964 Ferrari 330p3 reached $5.6 million at an auction in California. That's interesting because the Daytona Coupe now is probably, heck, I don't know, $10, $12, $15 million, and the Ferrari is probably even higher, so that's quite a return on investment. In 2009, Germany launched a campaign to put a million electric cars on the road by 2020, making battery research a priority as the country tried to position itself as a market leader. I'm not sure how well they've done up to this point. Thank you to our sources for this podcast, 365daysofmotoring.com, haggerty.com, and thepeopleshistory.com. That is it for today in automotive history. I will talk to all of you next week. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to the Collector Car Podcast. Don't forget to give us a nice rating on iTunes and be sure to follow us on Instagram and everywhere else at the Collector Car Podcast.